This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, my name is Daryl Ong and you tune in to Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. At the recently concluded Asian Games in China, the Malaysian contingent surpassed their medal target of 27 medals with the 288-strong squad winning a total of 32 medals, 6 gold, 8 silver and 18 bronze. I mean, apart from squash, water sports was one of the big highlights, making a splash in Huangzhou, winning 1 silver and 4 bronze medals. Joining us online this week to review both water sport events, diving and swimming is newly appointed Vice President of Malaysia Swimming, Olympian and Selangor Head Coach Marilyn Chua. Um, so we had swimming and diving uh, representing Malaysia in uh, the aquatic sports. Yeah. So diving, I think we did pretty well. Um, our target was one silver and two bronze, but we came home with one silver and four bronze. And uh, we're looking very promising from the um, diving uh, viewpoint uh, in terms of uh, the additional medals. And also we saw some very good dives from especially our up-and-coming uh, divers. Yeah, so our young divers did really, really well. Uh, but talking a bit, jump ahead to, you know, the seasoned pros that were uh, competing in, in China. You know, you have No Dabita and also Ng Yang Yi, uh, who successfully defended their 3-meter synchronized springboard silver. Uh, Wendy, after the event, announced that it will be her last Asian Games and just a little bit of a tribute to her. She's not retired yet, uh, but uh, I think uh, the Olympics will be her swan song pretty much, right? She has been a great servant for Malaysian diving, hasn't she? She has been awesome. I mean, she's been around for, I mean, international since since uh, more than 10 years and three Olympics, you know, uh, Commonwealth Games medalists, uh, multiple goals and three games, uh, Asian Games now. Mm. So, a uh, person previously and now. So yes, yes, uh, she has been really, really awesome. And uh, I think there will, well, she hasn't officially announced to us, but I believe she has on <laughs> media. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there will definitely be a void mm. um, because she's at that level, which is, uh, you know, a lot higher than everyone, everyone else besides uh, Bita, Tabita. Yeah. Um, so we will have a void for a while while we train up our juniors mm. uh, to get up to that level, to yeah. her standard. Sp- yeah. Speaking about training some someone up um any news or any inclination of who will be Tabita's next partner, you think? Well, I spoke with our new technical director, uh, Brian Nixon. So he just came aboard uh, literally about a week ago This uh, on the 1st of October. Mm. So, um, yeah, so he's uh, he said probably looking at maybe Ong Ke Ying um, as the closest in standard to mm. both uh, Wendy and uh, Tabita. That's great. Uh, you have that yeah. succession almost. Yes, but it'll take a while, you know, to get um, our juniors up there. So it won't happen. It won't be happening immediately. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, we, uh, we do have that in mind. Back to China, Marilyn. Our men's side in diving also impressed, you know, taking home two bronze. And I'll talk specifically about the seasoned pair of Shafiq Pute and Oizi Liang, who only together trained for a week together. Uh, they took home the men's trees, three meter springboard synchronized dive, Malaysia's first medal in the event after nine years. Uh, what's your takeaway from the men's side of things? Ah, the men's side, it's always been, um, it's a lot more, I, I would say, uh, it's tougher on the men's side. Mm. Just because, um, you know, there's, there's six six dives for the men, only five for women. And also men um, will take a longer time to train up. Um, like, you know, uh, somewhere around 10, 10, 
more than 10 years to train up international, you know, podium um, divers, hmm. podium level divers. Uh, but for women, we're looking at a, a lot, I wouldn't say a lot, but a bit easier in terms that it will not take as long, hmm. um, you know, seven, eight years to get up to that level because they have uh, lesser dives. And of course, their degree of difficulty is a lot less. Men are stronger, you know, more powerful and expectation um, of the DDs are a lot higher. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's quite tough in the men's side. But looking at how we're going, especially with, we have a, a few up and coming divers, which are very exciting, our, our, our youngest diving diving stars coming up yeah. and uh, we have quite a few of them um just a matter again of getting them to the next level you know mm. getting up them up onto the podium to uh, increase their degrees of difficulties and um, getting that standard up but we do have potential and it is very exciting on our men's side for sure i mean for a long time right marilyn uh, there wasn't that succession in that sense uh, the next generation uh, is, is for lack of a better word we always focus like Take badminton, for example. We always focus on one person all the time. We almost forget about the grassroots. Yes, I think that's very common in all sports, especially when, you know, the disparity gets gets bigger, the the, the elite or the high performance gets stronger. Um, the focus tends to be on there and not so much, you know... Uh, we, we do see a, a gap yeah. in most sports. Um, so I think that the very important thing here is to make sure that our grassroots, you know, continue churning out um, the athletes and that, that intermediate, you know, mm. that, that before they can't go straight to, to elite level, to high performance. So, you know, the work that needs to be done in that level, you know, at that national level, that state level is very, very, very important. Mm, step by step. And speaking of, you know, uh, young divers who took the big step up, uh, rising diving stars, Bertrand, Roddick and also Enrique McCartney-Harold uh, look like they are a pair prime for the uh, successful future. I mean, Bertrand uh, was the first Malaysian to make it to the Olympics, qualify yep. for Olympics. Paris, and you know what? That's that's uh, there's two of them. There's uh, apparently there's two more uh, in line because wow. we're only allowed to send two. Mm. So there's also Jelson and Elvis. Uh, mm. So in that event, particularly, um, yeah, we're looking quite competitive there. So yeah, it's uh, quite exciting. Like mm. I said, um, and hopefully we can send we can get more qualifiers into uh, Paris. Mm, bright future for sure. Uh, to to wrap this segment up, uh, what what do you believe were the key factors contributing to that one silver four bronze uh, just last week? Um, I think it's the it's the training in China. Yeah. So I was talking to um yeah, our our coaches about it. And I think, you know, being in China, China is the best, hands down, right, in the world and they have been consistently all these years. So um, you know, having that stint uh there allows our divers to to um increase the DDs, their degrees of difficulties, uh and they have better facilities there which are safer. You know, they have the full harnessed um, facility in the pool, which allows our divers, um, you know, when they're not taking that high of a risk and when they're, when they feel safer, of course, they're more comfortable in executing and training for a dive. Mm. Yeah, that's mentally, physically, you know, prepares them better. Mm. And uh, besides the facilities, of course, uh, <laughs> no distractions in China. Mm. Right. So all they do is train. They're there for a purpose. Not like, you know, when you're home, you're home, you have, you know, a lot of social life going on, a lot of other distractions going on. But yeah. when you're there, it's just really focused on on training, on um, improving and getting better. So, um, yeah, we see that these uh, stints, these, these uh, training camps in China, 
do help our divers a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the games were held in China, Huangzhou, and you're right, you know, they're they're dominant in the water. Traditional powerhouses, both in diving and swimming. Um, yep. Since your time at Malaysian Swimming, uh, do you see Malaysia emulating that? Like, are we at least taking baby steps to emulate China in that regard? Um, I, I see that we do. Um, however, I mean, we cannot compare to their pool. They've got like, you know, over a billion people there. We Malaysia's the 30 million. So that in itself, you know, mm-hmm. um, we don't have that pool. And, and you know, the divers, they churn out divers and swimmers and athletes in general. It's just like, okay, if you cannot make it next, 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 you know. So their pool to choose from is so big. Yeah. yeah. So they definitely have that advantage. But otherwise, other than that, yes, um, you know, uh, we are trying to see what we can learn, not only from China, but from, from all other countries as well and see how we can bring that home and get it done here. And if we cannot, we send our, our kids over there, our athletes over there. Yeah. yeah I think another major uh, thing that they're doing very well is they start them young, right? Uh, three, four years old. You're already in that diving ecosystem. So it's your whole life, essentially. Yes, it's so rigorous. Oh my goodness, I was there mm. um, to see how they train and it's just, wow, it's it's another level. And um, yeah, so it's that dedication, that commitment as well that we're seeing and that, you know, do or die basically there. That was Marilyn Chua, Olympian and Vice President of Malaysia Swimming. As this week, we're reviewing our divers' performance at the recently concluded Asian Games. Still to come after the break, we talk swimming and her role at the association only here on Banan on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, this is Banan. My name's Daryl Ong and this week on the programme, we've been reviewing the recently concluded Asian Games and in particular, water sport, diving and swimming, which brought home one silver and four bronze medals. And while the entirety of the medal hall was brought in by diving, the swimming squad is showing signs of improvement. In China, they achieved their target of reaching two finals, with one of the highlights being a fourth placing in the men's 400m freestyle from rising star Steve Kyu Ho Yen. And this week joining us on the programme is Olympian and Vice President of the Malaysian Swimming Association, Marilyn Chua. Yeah, I think um, Steve is still really young yeah. uh, compared to, uh, you know, the swimming age of, of uh, swimmers. Um, so he's got a really bright future ahead. Um, I think he's been doing great, very consistent in his performance um, and consistently there. So, yeah, it's a uh, very just <laughs> missed out on a medal there. Mm. I'm sure he's bummed. But um, like I said, you know, he has uh, the next Asian Games to look forward to and uh, Paris and, and um, more definitely more international meets from here on that um, he can he can work on mm. um, and focus towards mm. yeah I think the target you guys set out for the swimming team was to reach two finals wasn't it finals yeah. right yeah we did with Steve's uh, and the uh, relay mm. uh, men's relay mm. yeah so um, we're trying to look at um, you know a uh, look deeper into our relays, um, having more depth in our swimming team, mm. uh, not just rely on one person, you know, because relays, there are um, three medals for, for men, three medals for women, and then um, two mixed relays. Mm. So there's eight medals, you know, up for grabs for the from the relays alone. And you'll see like, you know, strong countries, um, which may not have like that many superstars, 
but they, if they're able to bring, say, four, you know, relatively good swimmers together, they form a pretty good relay. That's a medal potential mm. right there. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, so both, both, um, I guess, targets were checked, right? The pass and pass. Um, yep. But do, do you feel that the national athletes are still not at their best form yet, you know, coming out of the pandemic especially? Um, not really. I think the pandemic, no, no. I think we've seen pretty good swims uh, since last year and this year. I think quite a few national records were broken. We've seen the younger swimmers really step up. Mm. Um more on the men's side, I would say, more on the boys' side. Mm. Um, the girls, we still have, um, I think there's a big, big gap for the women's, uh, for our women's team that, you know, we really need to to work on it. After Jing En, um, yeah. yeah, it's a huge dis- discrepancy there. Mm. Um, but our men's are doing pretty well. I wouldn't say COVID. I think COVID's, oh, yeah, I think we're, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know what, honestly, I think COVID did a lot of our swimmers a lot of good just that break and um you know i've been also talking to not only here in our country but about other countries as well internationally as well we see swimmers the swimmers are in and out and diverse athletes everyone right so i think covid did quite a bit of good to our athletes in terms of um giving them a break mentally physically letting them recover grow Mm. yeah so we did see a lot of swimmers come back even stronger after covid so yeah so fresh perspective for sure yeah, yeah. So I, I think, um, yeah, I think we're seeing them come, come. you know, we're seeing their best forms now after COVID, not just before. Yeah. Um, what do you feel are the specific strengths of the Malaysian <coughs> swimming team, uh, swimming contingent as compared to other countries in the region? Obviously, we just had the Asian Games, but I want to compare it to uh, the time where you were competing, Marilyn. Gosh, when I was competing. Um, well, definitely now we have so much more support facilities, you know, um, better resources and um, with with technology too, you know, coming together as a team. Um, I think that can be done, although I think it's not done yet <laughs> uh, in terms of coming together as a team. But um, we have Malaysia, Malaysia, we have a lot of potential. You know, we have a big country. We have many people who swim. Mm. Um, we're surrounded by water. So I think that's a lot of potential. It's just a matter of um, getting our act together, I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to uh, um, Singapore and, and they were saying, yeah, hey, you know, Malaysia, you guys can get your act together. Definitely you're a formidable force against us. I'm like, yeah, wait, just wait, yeah, we'll just... be there. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, and you are doing the work, you know, Marilyn, uh, you got voted in as vice president of Malaysian Swimming a couple of months ago. Um Give us the backstory. You know, what led you to take on this leadership position within the association and I guess what are your main objectives and goals? Um, okay, so I've been involved in swimming in Malaysia for, I would say, I don't know, 30-something uh, years. Sounds about right. Not to, yeah. gi- not to give my age away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but both as a swimmer um, and uh, first part of it as a swimmer and then the second half now as a coach uh, on deck, being on deck and being involved in the state association as well. So I've seen over the years, unfortunately, nothing much has changed from the time that I was swimming and now. And there needs to be a change, you know, with time, uh, with the policies, with the structure, with how things are run, um, 
Yeah, so there's a very pressing need for that to be done. I've been very vocal um, throughout my coaching years um, on that. However, you know, uh, an old wise man told me once, if you want to see the change, be the change. <laughs> so after many years of complaining, I, I suppose, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I decided, hey, yeah, let's... Um, why don't I try mm. to be the change yeah, that I want to see? And like you said, you know, you were competing, you went to Olympics, um, and then you became a coach. Was it, a, I guess, culture shock is not really the right term to use, but what, was it difficult to adapt to life in administration now? <laughs> um, well, it would be, uh, I would say, because coaching um, definitely is, is, you know, you're just on deck, you get it over and done there um you know being involved in administration is a lot of a lot of strategic thinking a lot of planning a lot of you know paperwork administrative work yeah Yeah, which you know usually coaches that's not our strengths but it had to be done Mm. so yeah unfortunately someone had to do it as well but i've I've gotten good quote-unquote training from from slang or the state uh, because I, I'm also the uh, assistant secretary in, in Slang also. I, I've had that few years of having to do the administrative stuff, which not my favorite. I'm going to be very honest with you. Definitely not what I look forward to. Mm. Um, yeah, but, you know, it, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. 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 Speaking about a point you brought up just now, you know, um, earlier this year, prior to your appointment as vice president, uh, you made a call for the national body to work in tandem with state associations. You had um, a foot in both now, right? Um, paint us a picture, you know, what are the factors that contribute to this gap between national and state bodies? Gosh, I, I think it's in every association and everywhere we see politics. <laughs> you know, and I always hold, I still, up to this day, I always say politics and sports and politics cannot mix. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, you don't get the best out of, of sports when politics are involved. Mm. And even, you know, with my election into uh, mass is, is, is political as well as an election, right? So it's a game of favoritism or who you know better and whatnot, which mm. is... Yeah, not my cup of tea. Uh, I'm all more, more for competency and, you know, you know, you can do the job, you deserve it. Mm. Um, but um, I think, yeah, that's definitely one thing. Um, the second thing is, is uh, communication. Yeah, um, I think there's lack of communication between um, the national body and the states. Um, just getting down to on the ground and, and talking, mm. you know, hey, uh, what's what's um, you know what do you think we need to work on? What do you think uh, is the problem? Where can we help the swimmers? How can we help the coaches? How can we help your state? You know we see a discrepancy between um, the higher, more advanced states like KL, Slango, and and then like you know Burleigh, Kadal, where there's barely any swimmers. So you know that's happening when you know we can we can talk. Uh, I think communication definitely. Um, and probably having an open mind and just listening and trying to understand what everyone's going through. Mm. Um, it's going to be pretty similar, right? There's not going to be much difference. I'm sure everyone's problems are the same. Everyone more or less will say the same thing. Uh, but Marilyn, you also pointed out the effective, uh, the need for an effective leader, inclusivity, fairness, and also transparency in the selection process, uh, especially on that last part. Can, can you elaborate a bit more? Yes, there's never been a um, proper selection criteria that is uh, spelled out 
clearly. Right. You know, yeah. It's um for me it's 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 been very gray area. And even some meets like the world juniors, we don't even know who's been selected. And then they go off and swim and then come back, oh yeah, this this swimmer went and this swimmer went. Mm. When no one knew about it. Mm. So this we're talking about world world level. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and competitions which are very very vague like okay you know you can go with here you can go with here but then it's not and then suddenly the list is already finalized and then no one knows what the qualifying period is no one knows what the qualifying criteria is it's not made made known to the state affiliates the swimmers don't know and you know in my 20 years of coaching i hear this all the time coach why does that swimmer get to go to that meet when i'm faster mm. swimming is a black and white i mean you cannot cheat time we are time-based right it's not subjective like certain other spots out there um swimming is just black and white that's it you're faster you know you make the 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 qualifying time or you're faster you go right so that's how it should be um but that's not how it has been so Mm -hmm. from that point from a coach's uh, standpoint it's been very frustrating seeing you know, my swimmers come to me and asking me why and I cannot answer them. Sometimes also I think, um, you know, that's the thing. That's what happens, I think, a lot when, uh, when, when we don't have people who know about the sport well enough or have the best interests for the athletes and the sport mm. making decisions. Yeah, I think we see it everywhere, not just just here. Yeah. Um, that's what happens. Mm. Hopefully you can change things. I mean, you're very early on in your tenure right, right now and Malaysia Swimming, but how has the association been working right now to develop and nurture talent in diving and swimming, especially in Maryland in the lead up to next year's Paris Olympics? Well, we're getting in definitely more people. So we got in a new technical director and a manager of the high performance team for the diving. So Brian Nixon's on board. He was our um, very clean diver before and uh, we have a new um, um, high-performance diving uh, manager as well. Um, From the swimming side, we are also looking at a new technical director and possibly adding on to our our coaching uh, staff, Mm -hmm. our national coaching staff. Um, So I think having good coaches, good people uh, leading the team uh, will definitely help you know, uh, get us up there. Having said that, Paris is really close. Yeah. It's less than a year away. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that, that's not much you. time. <laughs> um, and, you know, in sports, if we do want to see anything, I mean, besides the the, the, the cream that we have right now, um, but it's going to take a while, you know, if we're going to have implement new a new structure altogether, which is what we're looking at. We're really looking at restructuring how things are done Um uh, in in the swimming side and in the diving side as well. Mm. So that's going to take some time. Wishing you all the best. Last question, Marilyn. What are the future goals and aspirations for the association, especially in regards to not just the Olympics coming up, but international uh, competitions on the horizon? Well, with the talent that we have currently right now at that level, of course, uh, you know, we do hope to at least get, um, like in swimming, uh, at least into the semis at, at the Olympics and diving. Uh, some medals again, uh, definitely. We're aiming for that. Uh, that's our short-term uh, goals for, for Paris next year. And um, into the other means, definitely just closing the gap with China for diving um, and uh, uh, turning those bronzes into silvers or silvers into goals possibly. Um, and for swimming, I would say building a bigger base, getting more depth, more swimmers, not just relying on one or two, 
um, getting the team together cohesively um, to work to it as a team. And uh, overall, for our Coptic sports, a better culture and uh, yeah, definitely more positive uh, teamwork uh, looking towards all the international competitions. That was Marilyn Chua, Olympian and Vice President of Malaysian Swimming, as we this week review water sports at the recently concluded Asian Games. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's episode. If you'd like to revisit that story again, you can head over to our website, www.bfm.my forward slash bar none. And if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can tweet us. We are at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl and this has been Barnan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week only here on Barnan on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.